can't relax. A Glisten Plus production. Episode 2, The Axe on the Floor. Oh my god, no, no, no. I couldn't stop looking at the bloody axe lying on the hardwood floor. How the hell did it get there? And why was there blood on my hands? And on my shirt? And jeans? This can't be happening. Just think. I had laid down on my bed, turned on the app, Then, then, I couldn't remember anything. Did I do something horrible? No, no, relax, breathe, there has to be an explanation. A bloody axe, in my room, blood on my hands? Holy shit, this isn't real. Breathe, Anya, breathe. My heart nearly rocketed out of my throat. Who was knocking on my door? Anya? It was my mom. Of course it was my mom. Who else would be in the house? Anya, try to relax. Whatever test you have, I know you'll get through it. Yeah, mom, it's pre-calc. It's freaking me out. It was definitely better to lie right now. How the hell was I going to explain a bloody weapon to my mom? I couldn't explain it to myself. Can I come in? I slammed the full weight of my body against the door before my mom could open it. Uh, not now, Mom. I just need to calm down. I don't want to get more worked up. Okay. I'll be downstairs. Love you. I hurried to my overflowing hamper and pulled out a Hello Kitty towel. I bent down and picked up the axe. It was even heavier than it looked. I wrapped the axe in the towel, getting sticky splotches of red on the pink terry cloth. I moved to my closet. I needed to hide the axe, at least long enough to figure out what the hell had happened. I shoved it behind the snow boots and the box of art projects from when I was a kid. Then I stripped down to my underwear. I tucked the blood-stained clothes next to the wrapped axe and closed the closet door. I quietly opened my bedroom door and took quick steps to the bathroom. As I scrubbed my hands, I watched as red swirled around the white sink before disappearing into the darkness of the drain. I made waffles. Or should I say I toasted frozen ones. Are you hungry? I came downstairs, freshly dressed for school. My mind was spinning, but I couldn't let on to my mom that there was anything wrong. Sure, Mom. I like one. Oh, great. Sit down. It was a crazy night at the hospital. We had two car accidents and a slip and fall. But everyone was all right in the end. That's good. I smiled. My mom looked at me oddly. Maybe I smiled too big. Pretending everything was all right was not easy. I heard about Leo. All the doctors were talking about it. Very sad. Yesterday must have been hard for you. Yeah, everyone was freaking out. Do they know what happened to him? The doctors are still trying to figure it out. 
They think he just stopped breathing like his body gave up. Very strange. The toxology reports are still pending. I shouldn't be telling you this. I asked. I looked at the clock. I needed to leave. And I had faked normal enough. My room is a mess, but I'll clean it up tonight. Don't even go in there. It'll just stress you out. That's your space, your responsibility. I had texted Kayla, Marie, and Sunday to meet up ten minutes before the first bell. There was a tree we all sat under on spring afternoons to do our homework. By the time I got to school, Kayla and Marie were already waiting there. I took a seat beside them. Hey guys, thanks for early birding it. Not a problem. I was up at dawn ready to take on the world. Wow. How many bowls of Frosted Flakes did you chug? This is a sugar-free high. We need to talk about the Peace in Mind app. You used it too? Isn't it the best? I feel like a new man. I gave it a listen, and I have to say, suddenly all the Leah drama feels like nothing more than a pebble in my shoe. One that I can shake out easily. My coach is always talking about doing yoga before practice. We tried it once, none of could stop laughing through it. So freaking cheeseball. But this app? So you both liked it? Loved. Shifted the way I think about stuff. I've been running away from failure instead of running to success. Now everything I was planning to say seems stupid. I don't know what I was thinking. That the app had controlled my mind and turned me into a brainwashed zombie? I was beginning to doubt if the axe was even covered with blood at all. Had it been something else? When I was little, my mom said I used to raid the fridge in my sleep. Maybe I just went on a french fry and ketchup bender. Did Sunday text either of you back this morning? I shook my head. So did Calum. She probably went up north to visit her dad again. It is Tuesday, which is visiting day. Sunday made frequent trips to the state pen to visit her dad. He had been put away for two years after being convicted of mail fraud. When she was up there, it was the only time Sunday didn't have her phone glued to her hand. You're right, she did mention going last week. Which means she'll be grilling me on every little detail of what she missed. <laughs> She's got stage four FOMO. It's a serious condition. You guys up to venture over to Bubble World right after school? If we're fast, sure. I need to be on the track at four. Yeah, I'm in. Caleb and Marie stood up. Then they looked back down at me. You coming? I'm just gonna hang here for a few until the bell rings. You know, enjoy the fresh air. That's bullshit. You're cramming for a pop quiz or something? I know that face. <sighs> You caught me. Biology class. I have a feeling Mr. McMurphy is going to spring a chapter review on us. God, I hope not. Damn, I knew I shouldn't have gone bowling last night. Marie moved to the front steps of the school with a hint of worry on her face. Caitlin walked alongside her, waving to his teammates leaning against the bike rack. After a beat, I pulled up my phone and checked the Asper Grove Police Department's Twitter feed. Without a local news station, the feed was the best way to see what crimes had been recently investigated. I held my breath. Was there going to be a report of a person attacked? Or killed by an axe? I scanned the feed. 
There was a traffic accident on the Nelson Bridge, a DUI, and a break-in at the pawn shop on Fairmont. Nothing about an axe attack. I pocketed my phone. I took a deep breath. There was a rational explanation for what I found in my bedroom this morning. All I needed to do right now was focus on school. Focus on what was real. Focus on what was important. I want you to graph problems four through eight. Feel free to use your calculators and remember to label your axis. I was on edge for the first couple periods of the day, but by the time I got to pre-calc, I was calming down. I opened my notebook and pulled out a mechanical pencil. Math was comforting. It had clear answers that were either right or wrong. I popped in my earbuds and turned on my music. Mr. Lin let us listen while we did problem sets. I queued up the latest purity ring and hit play. It seemed like this was my default concentration music. It always put me in the zone for... You are back in the place. Feel your body swallowed up by the thick, wet sand. What the hell? I looked at my phone. My music was still open and playing. But that wasn't what I was hearing. You know this place. A place you don't want to leave. I hit stop. But the voice didn't stop. Embrace the joy. I tore the buds out of my ears and tossed them on the desk. Then I looked around the class. Everyone was staring at me. Even Mr. Lin. Is everything okay, Anya? I looked down at the earbuds. Embrace the joy. I could faintly hear the unsettling voice of the Peace and Mind app still speaking. Anya? Yeah. I just had my volume up too loud. Sorry about that. I powered down my phone and shoved it, along with my earbuds, in my bag. Then, as the class continued to look at me, I returned to the problem set. I told my dad that he had to pony up for a tutor. At least one session before the test. He has the nerve to say, what about all these study guides I bought you? Isn't that enough? My response, do you want me to get into college? Or do you want me living at home with you and your new girlfriend for the next 10 years? I've got a tutor coming next week. Caleb, can you threaten to live in my parents' basement too? It was only a four-block walk from the front of Asperov High to the strip mall where Boba World was tucked in between a donut hole and an auto insurance agency. I had been on edge since math class, but out here, hanging with Marie and Calum, I felt my shoulders relaxing. Whose phone was that? It's not a ring I recognize. Mine. I took both of your advice and set a specific ring for Leah. And you're not diving into your pocket to respond immediately? I'm confused. What's the rush? She'll still be there later. And if she's not, that's okay too. Whoa, I like it. I can be happy with her or without her. I'm embracing the joy. Slay, girl. The new you is bitchin'. I looked over to Marie. She was holding her chin higher, 
and hid the slight upturn of a smirk behind her dark blue lipstick. I wouldn't say it was an overnight transformation, but she was definitely different. Before getting to Boba World, we crossed a small bridge over the Cottontail River. The stream wound its way across town, getting wider and stronger until it flowed into the reservoir. The river was where kids would go to collect tadpoles in the spring and go swimming in the summer. During the rainy season, like now, most people steered clear of it. Six years back, a 12-year-old girl was playing in the bank when a storm rolled in. There was a flash flood, and she was never seen again. Boba World was crowded with the usual after-school rush. There was just a few tables outside, and it was dumb luck if you timed it well enough to get one. Fortune shined on us today. There were three chairs and a table that had just been vacated. Get the table over there. I'll hold it. You know my order. Passion fruit tea, honey boba. Half sweet. Exactly. Uh, let me give you money. I got it. Marie and Caleb walked inside as I took one of the seats. I didn't need Caleb or Marie to pay for me, but I also didn't mind it. The 4.59 didn't mean a lot to them, but it was a big spend for my week, especially after splurging on a round of bowling last night. I looked over to a bunch of ninth graders who sat huddled over a phone watching fail videos. Being a freshman seemed like a long time ago. Was it easier back then? Or was I just as stressed? It was hard to remember. My eyes shifted to the next table where a senior was sitting all by himself, staring off at the sky. I could see he had a video playing on his phone. Of a crow. Of a beach. I knew at once it was the Peace in Mind app. I could hear the same voice quietly coming from the speakerphone. I could only pick up fragments of words over the laughter of the freshmen. Listen. Where you? Follow. Anya! Your drink! I stopped out of the momentary trance. Marie slid my bobo across the table and handed me a thick green straw. With a quick motion, I stabbed the plastic top of the drink. Caleb and Marie were already drinking theirs. I looked at Marie's drink, the pale green liquid and the brown balls floating at the bottom. But the balls weren't boba. They were moving on their own, squirming, undulating, alive. Marie slurped up a brown maggot through her straw and started chewing on it. I slapped the drink from her hand. Anya! What the hell? I looked down to see her tea drink in boba. Regular boba. All over the concrete. I'm so sorry. I thought... I don't know what I thought. That was messed up. I looked over to the table where the senior was listening to the app. He wasn't there anymore. I think I'm gonna head home. I'm really tired. Should we be worried about you? Nah, a good night's sleep should reboot me. I got up, grabbed my backpack, and headed home. 
After getting home, I took a shower and read a graphic novel until it got dark. Both were comfort activities. At 7.30, I headed downstairs to the kitchen. I pulled out a Tupperware of leftover pasta from two nights earlier, dumped it in a bowl, and popped it into the microwave. I just needed to eat and go to sleep. The pressure of the year was coming down on me hard. Seeing things that weren't there, I needed to get a grip. What the hell was that? Was that the front door? I spun around to look through the darkness of the living room. I couldn't see the front door. Hello? Mom? I stood still, waiting for a response. Had I heard something? Had it just been the wind shaking the storm door? I stared into the darkness again. And Sunday stepped into the light. She looked exhausted, drained. Sunday, you scared me. Are you okay? Sunday just stared back at me. Where were you today? Sunday opened her mouth. But it wasn't her voice that came out. This place is peace. This place is calm. Embrace the joy. Can't Relax. Starring Penny Epstein as Anya, Olivia Trujillo as Marie, Andre Robinson as Calum, Patrick Labrico as The Voice. Written and directed by Adam J. Epstein. Executive produced by Sheila Stepanek and Adam J. Epstein. Edited and mixed by Christopher Sousa. Additional voices by Paula Lisby, Steve Ulrich, Brian Stepanek, Lila Butler, Adam Epstein, Jane Sylvia, Michael Nering, Sheila Stepanek, Suzanne Hesseloff. Music by Budakid. Graphic design by Dave Kogan. Can Relax is a Glisten Plus production.